Welcome to the latest episode of the Create Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Clardy. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Phil, and special guest, David, as we dive in the exciting world of AI and video production. We'll be discussing the latest advancements and how they're impacting the industry, as well as sharing our own experiences and insights. So whether you're a professional video producer, a hobbyist, or just interested in the future of technology, this episode is for you. So sit back, relax, and join us as we explore the cutting edge of AI and video production. Let's get started. Now, it's funny, uh, we don't usually open with a script, right? We just kind of go off the top of our heads. But today, I thought it would be fun to ask ChatGPT to write me a podcast intro. Wow. That was a ChatGPT That was intro. created uh, not by a human, but by AI. I don't know why I'd assigned you as the co-host, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> go so you for took it. it. So that's interesting. So yeah. you took it exactly as I gave it to you. Yes. That yeah, was so good. Well, I, I edited what... So, um, Everybody and their mothers has heard about AI now and ChatGPT and all this stuff, and we'll we'll dive deep into it a little uh, in a minute. Um, but today, I, I just wanted to play around with it, so I went to ChatGPT. I'd never used it before, actually. You guys, I know, have used it a couple times. So I was like, I was like, "Hello, ChatGPT," which is weird because why are you saying <laughs> hi to a robot? And I was like, "Can you write me a podcast intro?" And that's all I said. So it gave me a pretty good whatever, but it like picked a random topic and it gave it a random show name. Um, and I was like, can you edit that intro, make it the Create Smarter Podcast, and with guests, Phil and David? And that's what it pumped out. It's awesome. Wow. So I was like, that's pretty interesting. It sounded pretty natural, to be it honest did. with yeah. you. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, for it sounded like, like something that you wrote up yourself. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I was going to say for people like me who aren't exactly eloquent in that type of, you know, if this was for you, if you were a hobby, you know, it's kind of cool how it adds little details and stuff. And, uh, mm. and that's just a little insight to what we're going to talk about today um, about AI in the video production field specifically. Uh, like I said, I think AI has been uh, booming in all these kind of headlines and all these newsletters, whether it's tech-related or not, um, and everyone knows about it. But I was thinking, how can we look at it in our scope, in our industry, and um, how it can help us or maybe even hurt us in video production? Yeah. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Um, obviously, like I said, AI has been everywhere. We've heard it all through, uh, you know, it's been in the art realm. It's been in people are scared it's going to write essays for students, you know. So every industry, I think, is, has been touched by it a little or everyone's creating scenarios or will be touched. Um, but in video production, I think there's a very interesting use for it. And um, to start off, let's talk about ChatGPT a little. Um, Phil, I think you kind of, in our meeting this stuff, has brought up the most just with blog posts and other things like that. Why don't you give us a little, um, just kind of a general idea what ChatGPT is and how someone like us in the video production realm could use it. Yeah, so ChatGPT is an AI chatbot, basically, and you can give it prompts. And it's mainly designed to be like a writing tool. Um, so it has a knowledge base now in its current iteration, it has a knowledge data cutoff. So it's not mm -hmm. actually real time. So I believe it's September, 2021 is the knowledge so, cutoff. Yeah. So it has access to basically everything on the internet, um, up until September, 2021, but it's not currently real time. Now you would imagine that in time, um, you know, future iterations of it would be real time access to real time information. Definitely. Um, but basically, you can put in any prompt. You mentioned the podcast intro. You can put in whatever you want into ChatGPT. Say, write me this, write me that. You mentioned the example of an essay for a college student. You know, I've done, I've spent way more time messing around with ChatGPT than I care to admit. It's research. It's called research. Yes. For this um, podcast. <laughs> some of the things I've had to do. Um, I had it write me a draft script of an episode of Parks and Recreation. There you go. It did it for me. No joke with character names and everything. Um, I had it write me a blog post for the site. Um, I had it write me a sample product page for the website. Um, emails, you know, I mocked up, you know, wow. we work with a lot of fundraising clients. I had it write a sample fundraising email and same thing, you narrow it down. Can you be more specific about impact areas, all of these yeah. things. So it, you know, 
the fact that you can go back and narrow it down and give it more parameters, that's what really, I think, makes it really interesting. Um, in the scope of video production, I think there's a lot of interesting use cases in terms of what are some potential use cases for, like, um, come up with an idea, you know, a, an idea for a video on X, Y, or Z topic, right? Help me write a script. Like, yeah. there's a ton of jumping off points. I think the main thing um, to, to start this conversation with, to me, you said people are scared of it. Mm. Um, and I understand that, but I also think, like, back to my time when I was in high school um, and Wikipedia was in its early stages and becoming a thing and all the teachers and parents were like oh wikipedia student you know kids are gonna forget how to use the library they're not gonna know how to use real <laughs> books and it's bad information anyone can upload anything on the internet and everybody looked at it as like oh this is trash and yeah. now it's like that's one of the most trusted sources of information yeah. anywhere <laughs> honestly um so i look at ai as this thing where it's like it's very new and maybe scary to people now but i feel like five five years from now it's just going to be similar to wikipedia or a lot of other tools, it's going to be a tool, right? Yeah. It, there'll be there'll be ways to prevent people from using it as a way to just like do their work for them. Um, but also, it's like, yeah, well, why should we do work that doesn't have to be done, right? right? To or a degree, at least streamline so. the work that you do have to do. Like I like mm -hmm. the example you were saying about the emails. Let's say about a fundraising thing, two, five, seven, ten different schools. You could say, write me a skeleton script, right? But I'll take that and I'll edit it for my own purposes. Right. I think people think that you're going to go on there and just do like write me this that and the other thing and just copy paste that and send it that's but i think those people don't understand there's a lot of stuff that goes on after it's a good idea for a starting point i think that's what we're agreeable on um but to use the actual stuff is is, is, is kind of silly so yeah. i'll turn it to you david what do you think about ChatGPT as a whole and kind of what it, it shows for our industry well i think it's fascinating just uh being able to use it a couple times some of the things that i like about it is how it's very conversational it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like you're you know looking up stuff on google and getting a you know, links and different kind of things, you're getting a conversational answer and really thoughtful answers to your questions or what you're looking for on it. Some of the things that I find fascinating about it is that you can literally do text generation, you can translate languages, mm. you can do um, text summaries and some tone analysis, which to me, I wanna talk about that real quick. Sure. I saw something, it was like, and obviously like when you're texting someone you can kind of you know people can be misunderstood on both ends mm. when you know things are being said and whatnot but chat gpt can actually look into the tone and the uh the way a text is being sent and actually tell you you know this is what i think was being portrayed in, wow, really? in a text so i thought that was pretty cool that's super neat yeah so <laughs> is this um, person mad at me yeah or yeah is this a passive-aggressive like email or yeah. not ChatGPT, <laughs> tell me is Marissa, this, what do you mean is this client <laughs> upset with me yeah. right now? which i thought was just really really cool wow. that you know something that in our generation we're experiencing which is like you said very new is able to do that kind of stuff and, yeah. and give you those kind of answers and, and stuff that google can't do or other search engines can't do right. but um definitely very very cool stuff um, there was another example I wanted to bring up of somebody who um, was on a date and they actually, uh, the, the person they were on a date with was very much into Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. And so the other person didn't know anything about Harry Potter, had never seen Harry Potter. So goes to the bathroom, asks for a summary of like all the Harry Potter movies, two minutes in and out, <laughs> goes back, tells her everything yeah. he knows. And 
the date went well. So I thought that was honestly <laughs> a pretty cool go. way. A little advice. Cliff's notes. Yeah. Mm. And, and you could give it word parameters. Like, tell me the summary yeah. of all seven Harry Potter books yeah. in 200 words. <laughs> yeah. <And> one bathroom. <laughs> it's going to be bare bones, but you're going to know there's wizards. Yeah. I mean, mm. like, you're going to know but there's you know wizards what's, involved. What's funny, that actually is a good point. And to bring it back to video production a little, we do a lot of, you know, remote calls with, like, experts from Tufts and other universities around, around the country. Um, and sometimes... You know, I'll be assigned to a recording with this doctor who did a great project, and I'll be like, I don't know anything about stem cell research. What the heck? Yeah. So I'll do like, I'll do a five minutes real quick, or you know, I prepare. But yeah. before the interview itself, that'd be a perfect tool to be like, okay, mm -hmm. ChatGPT or whatever, let me give me a two hundred word summary on right. on uh, making. Uh, ticks do the thing that the guy did right like some crazy yeah. thing 100 that we can't yeah. even think of make so it elite meat in the lab type deal so that you can actually sound like competent when you're talking to this expert right and mm. you know go in this is that's the main thing the, the, the way you guys are talking about it, i think it, as it applies to video production is like the main point here it's a research tool correct ultimately the way that you have to look at this i think is as a research tool mm -hmm. um if you are if you believe that ai can do your creative job better than you I think it might be time to look for a different line of work a little different because job. like ultimately and, and like listen i'm talking specifically about video production and yeah. things like that some of the stuff with the art generation that's a whole nother ball of yarn yeah. as far as i'm concerned mm -hmm. i'm talking more about like person-to-person -person interactions communication emails the written word all of that mm -hmm. stuff i'm not like obviously um the AI can do a great job, but it's like, ultimately, you need to take this and look at it for what it is and realize that it's a tool that's out there. So first of all, I think that you should believe that, you know, you have skills as a human being to process information and convey that information in ways that AI and a computer can't. Yeah. And if you don't believe that, again, that's that's a different conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and second of all, the simple reality is that this, the, the, this is a tool that exists. Mm -hmm. And if you don't view it as a tool that's complementary to what you do, you're going to be in big, big trouble because mm -hmm. it's not going away. And your competitors are going to use it as a tool and other people are going to use it. So um, you, you can't just ignore it. You can't put your head in the sand and ignore it. You have to look for opportunities to say, how can this make me a better interviewer? How can Definitely. this make me a better writer? How can this help me explain my product to potential clients better as opposed to running away from it and hiding because it's not going anywhere? Right. Very well put. I love that. <laughs> and uh, just switching gears a little, I think we should talk about, um, I think a lot of people look at AI as this brand new thing that came out end of 2021 2022 that like no one's ever thought of and all this stuff but i don't think a lot of people notice that it's already been around for a while in a lot of different products but uh in my research for this actually you know looking at premiere pro or any you know adobe software type thing or any video editor really there's already been ai implemented that we have just kind of like okay like yeah that, oh that's a new feature like um in a couple updates i have a couple examples here thinking of uh, my favorite tool, Warp Stabilizer, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> that yep. kind of deal, or anything in After Effects where you motion track something. There's a little AI in that, right? Because you course. trust the computer. I'll give it you this little key point or this, uh, you know, this shaky footage and just give it to the computer and see how it goes. And we mm -hmm. never really ask questions about that, and I thought that was really interesting. Um, I don't mean to interrupt you, but in that example, that didn't eliminate, you know, visual effects. No. People, right. Right? I still have a job, and I still use that footage later. And and people <laughs> who work on, you know, feature films doing visual effects obviously can do a much better job yeah. than the AI, and that's a specialized skill. But if somebody doesn't have the budget to hire, you know, a, mm -hmm. a motion picture visual effects editor, um, but you have shaky footage, there's still a way to, like, get part of the way there, right? Definitely. So obviously it's also, like, 
not everything is for every single person, right? Yeah. So it just it's a lot of case by case. There's right. still there's still people involved at points of that process, mm-hmm. right? So I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but, oh yeah. good. And, and but talk about a movie studio with a bunch of different um, departments and a thousand employees. Think of a small company like us. If we don't have the time to sit there and like you know frame by frame mm-hmm. motion stabilize stuff, I'd rather to get to my work done or get better right. quality work. Okay, I'm gonna send that to uh, put warp stabilizers on it and it's good to go. Right, and, and focus on the stuff that you can bring to the table that the exactly. AI can't. Yeah. So use it as an ally. Yes. Don't look at it as a competitor. <laughs> the I mean, robots it's just are like, our how friends. can you help me, my man? Like Just like your Keurig <laughs> makes your coffee, that thing's gonna make my footage look good. <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. Um, but as, uh, a second thing I was thinking of with all these podcasts we were releasing editing um, is just transcribing uh, from video and, and audio into captions or a transcription in general. It's like, it, right. you know, someone would sit there and listen to the word. Oh, i got to play that back. Hold on. What do you say? What do you mean by this? But you could just, you know, press play on the audio, gives you a transcription, make that into a caption, send it off. That's incredible. Yeah, I think that's one of the very useful tactics that Premiere Pro has and, and other software has is being able to transcribe and do that kind of thing. And it's it's effective and it speeds up your process so you mm-hmm. don't have to do it yourself. And like you said, using it as an ally and not an enemy, I think, is the key here. Correct. And uh, my last point here, um, and to go into our next point, uh, let's talk about noise reduction or audio enhancement <laughs> as a whole. I think there's a lot of times you go and shoot, whether it's outside, indoors, there might be a vent or something that's making some noise. And uh, I think everyone can relate. You brought the footage back in. You're like, shoot, there's a little buzz in the background, a little annoying. So you open up some kind of tab, you go some kind of EQ, some kind of noise stabler, and you just press that, and it just, oh, it's gone. Look at that, you know? And you can slide the slider and all that stuff, um, which is super helpful, like we were saying. Use it as an ally, use it as a tool. Uh, but recently, we've kind of come across this new tool by Adobe itself, uh, because Adobe has kind of um, caught on to this giant podcast thing. I mean, Five Tools doing it, let's get an Adobe on this stuff. Um, of, you know, That's they, why. <laughs> they want it to be kind of a one-stop shop where people like us can use their products and their um, software mm-hmm. to make a, a studio-quality sounding podcast if you don't have the, the correct equipment. Um, so if you go to like, you know, adobepodcast.com or whatever the heck it is, look it up, they'll have a couple tools for you where you can go right into that software itself, record your podcast with other people. Uh, and it has amazing tools like it'll make your mic sound studio quality. You can edit by the transcript instead of bringing it in, chopping it up and get all the ums and ahs out, as well as some others. And I think, Phil, you can talk to just how amazed we were by the audio enhancement tool itself. Absolutely unreal. I mean, yeah. there's very few times I feel like one of these tools rolls out and it's like as advertised. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you, you brought me in to look at an example that you had done. And your original audio, granted, was was pretty good. It was um, fine, yeah. They were on a mic, right? It wasn't yes. just like somebody talking to a phone. So they were on a mic, but then, and it, you know, you played me the original. And I was like, oh, that sounds okay. Was, they're in a crowded hallway. There's gonna be noise. There's background noise. Um, but then you put it through the tool, and I'm like, it li- it literally sounds like the person is sitting in a soundproofed studio on on a on their own microphone. Yeah. And it was our reaction when we listened to it was it is actually too good right? because it sounds fake. Yeah, now it that you sounds, see the video with it. Yeah, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't fit. We're like, we're going to have to add in some ambient <laughs> We're going to have to actually make it worse now. <laughs> because it sounds like we dubbed in a voiceover because yeah. the quality was so good. Unbelievably. But like, whatever, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> we'll right? muck it up a little if yeah. we need to. Like, give me the best possible quality to start oh from. God. Right. And a lot of times, it's interesting, clients... Um, who, who don't have as much experience in the field will say like, oh, just, you know, work your magic. Yeah. And sometimes it's kind of a joke and sometimes it's more like, well, just, just click a button and you can fix it. And in most cases you're like, well, that's not realistic. <laughs> but the more of these tools come out and you're like, yeah, great. Okay, yeah. I'll just click a button and fix it. But again, it's a tool, right? Like that lets you spend 
less time mm-hmm. trying to go in and beat your head against the wall fixing bad audio and more time worried about getting the client's message across. Definitely. Worried about storytelling, worried about how you're going to connect with their audience and less time worried about the tactical junk that's just going to chew up your whole day and uh, and take the focus away from the important stuff. So it's, again, a tool. 100%. I totally agree. And I think um, just the ability to take a clip with some noise in the background, whatever, maybe some background noise, I think, and to make it just a perfectly, you know, studio sounding clip is, is night and day. The difference is just night and day. It's amazing. And I think it's just a small piece of this AI puzzle that's right. going to just keep growing. Yeah, totally. And and as you mentioned a little bit, um, this particular example we used was from like a conference where there's people walking, but someone had, we had uh, um, sent a, a, f- a, f- a video off an iPhone, like a cameo that yeah. somebody sent in. Um, and this is an iPhone, someone in their living room with a game on in the background. No microphone. No microphone, yeah. just like set up a, a you know, against a couple of books or whatever. And uh, same result. We were blown Unreal. like jaw-droppingly good. Unreal. And and like you're saying, the possibilities of this uh, are just endless. And uh, yeah. and it'll only get better is what we're kind of hoping. And to your point, you mentioned like taking out the the ums and ahs of mm-hmm. uh, a soundbite. That's like one of the the main things that comes to my head when I think of this tool and just what it can be. I mean, I can't imagine you know how many times you're you're having to take out an um <laughs> or you know a long pause in a, in a soundbite, but. If for it to be able to do that itself and, and yeah. save you that time is just remarkable. I think the main thing is just looking at this from the standpoint of what of what you're saying is like, don't look at it and say, oh, there's going to be AI tools that will eliminate my job as a video editor. Say, mm-hmm. there's these tools that are going to make me a better editor, mm-hmm. right? Like, if it can chew up a bunch of the busy work that comes along with the job of editor, what does the job of editor become, Yeah. right? Or what does the job of a writer become or the salesperson? And we have a client who um, who we work with a lot here. Um, one of our clients from BU who I was talking to about AI yesterday. I talk about this a lot in my spare time. Um, <laughs> and he had a great analogy. I want to steal it. Yeah. He said, um, chat GPT and some of these AI tools, it's like a very eager graduate assistant who sometimes makes mistakes, right? <laughs> you can depend on them to get a lot of the work yeah. done for you. They can get some of the research going and, and get things started. But like ultimately, you still have to be there and be the expert yeah. and get the work done. Smooth but the like, edges, you know? Like grad assistants are great if you're, if you're like a... <laughs> work, Take the ums and ahs out. Go right. for it. Then right. give it to me and I'll do it a little better. You know? Right. And then... <laughs> That's perfect. I, I would think that a client who is working with us as a production company would be very happy to know that we are doing everything we can to make the process more efficient, that the money they're spending with us is spent on things that are, are hard skills, that are stuff yeah. that is, is really valuable as opposed to busy work, right? Yes. They don't want to pay us for busy work. So as much as possible, we can eliminate that stuff and have them work with us and, and use our skills for the things that they can't do and that we can. So like, again, it's, it's not going anywhere no matter what. So you got to look for the ways to make it a, make it a tool, exactly. not an enemy. Can't yeah, beat him, totally. join him. Plus, you know, exactly. we also a Terminator. You don't want to be on the robot's bad <laughs> hey, side. listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, it might be able to make a couple funny pictures now, but who knows later in life? I don't right. know. And no, and, and like you said, Phil, earlier with just Wikipedia and, and what that was so many years ago, or not so many years ago, but, you know, a little bit of time ago, just like that, you know, with AI, with AI you know, as humans, we'll adapt and, yeah. and we'll get more used to it and, yeah. and things will become more comfortable and we'll learn the benefits and the, the advantages and disadvantages as time moves on. Yeah, and, and like the big thing you said, like, oh, kids are going to just have this write their essays and things like that. I, I don't know what the answer specifically is from like an academic setting, yeah. but it's also like, I, I, I don't know, then let's find a way to make sure that we we teach, we're, we're asking kids to, to do things in an important, in like mm-hmm. a, a way that's actually teaching them things, right? Like 
let's use that. Let's lean into it and use ChatGPT and AI as a starting point and say, like, I want you to research your paper using this, and we're going to write a paper in a room together. Like, right, yeah. right. I, I don't know. All I'm saying, I don't have the answer from like an academic <laughs> standpoint, and I recognize that that's a concern, and I don't know how you can um, how you can prevent that. Yeah. Um, because it's not the same as plagiarism. There's tools that can allow professors to to run you know, an essay through a database and say, like, does this match something that's already been published? Right. Mm. Okay, but let's say a student, you know, got another another student who, you know, is a couple years ahead of them or a big brother or a big sister to write a paper for them. That wouldn't show up in any plagiarism databases. Right. And It's all original. It's all original. And that's what ChatGB says it is. And so, like, I don't know. Like, it's not like the idea that you can, you can steal content and not do the work didn't exist before this, right? Yeah, yeah. I could have plagiarized essays in high school and college, and I didn't because... I don't know. I didn't want to cheat. Like, <laughs> it's okay, know, Phil. Your teacher's not watching. No, this. I mean I didn't because I didn't want to cheat. Like, <laughs> no, but right, you wanted to learn actually. Right. And I think yeah. some people will eventually find how to use this, right. like we've discussed, as a learning tool. And imagine mm -hmm. if you had this tool when you were trying to learn something that was really challenging for you, or write a paper that you didn't fully grasp the concept right. of, and you could use this as a starting point to help summarize some of the difficult concepts, so that then you could actually synthesize the information and and understand it better right like mm -hmm. there's a lot of really legitimate ways that this can be a learning aid yeah. for people like beyond mm -hmm. we're going beyond video production here but if it's applied the right way there's a lot of ways this can help kids especially kids who are struggling to mm -hmm. like synthesize really dense information so like mm. again a tool something that can be real <laughs> the, the, to say like oh it's really powerful yeah, yeah no no but kidding it literally like, is like let's not let's just say like oh it's scary. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Everything's scary if you don't understand it. Like, let's try to understand yeah, it. Yeah, let's and apply learn it and it. use yeah. it in our own uh, benefit. You know? Right. And that's a good uh, kind of segue as to kind of wrap it up here. Um, just in broad terms, you know, I think everybody, we've even today have discussed fears, concerns, but also things you're excited about that could actually be beneficial towards us. Um, I just have a, a little example just for us, right? Uh, I'll. Read a lot. I'm an article guy now, yeah. as you all know, and I love reading articles about stuff, and AI is one cool. So I found this company or a product called QuickVid, mm. and um, it claims to use AI to generate short-form videos com uh, complete with a voiceover and, and uh, accompanying images. And if you look at you know something like TikTok, something like Reels, these short-form videos where you're just mindlessly scrolling and... Mm -hmm. You know, you don't really care about the quality of the video, I think, right. more or less whatever. So they have a couple examples. Um, and, you know, this product, um, you can use, basically, if you put in, you know, you're going to make a video for TikTok, Snapchat, and what do you want it to be about? Machine learning. Generate script. It'll pump out an entire script for you that either you could use later or just m let it use. Um, yeah. And this example is about cats. So you guys should be able to hear this uh, when I play it. Hold on. This is a video generated by an AI off the prompt cats. Cats have been beloved pets for centuries. They have big personalities and can be fiercely independent. Cats come in many shapes and sizes with a variety of coat colors and patterns. They can also be short-haired or long-haired. Cats are typically quite low maintenance, but they still need regular vet checkups, flea treatments, and a healthy diet. They also need plenty of love and attention, playtime, Cuddles and treats can help to keep them happy and healthy. Cats can bring a lot of joy to your life, so make sure you do your research and choose the right furry friend for you. So first thing that comes so yeah, to mind is that the, tra the, tra the, the captions on the screen, half of them are wrong. They're incorrect, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, everything in that video is factually correct, but I would say that I've seen many more videos yeah. created on low and uh, on small and large budgets that made me feel a lot more things about cats than this video did. Yeah. So like, sure, yeah. it's factually correct, but there's no, um, you know, 
heart behind it. No, like it's, it's made by a robot, you, and you right. can definitely tell because yes, it uses stock images of cats, and that's what it's about. And and on this, um, I'll link it in the uh, in the blog post. But there's you know a video about uh, machine learning, which is interesting, and then also one about uh, I believe cultural race theory in uh, in schools. So you know high concepts like that. Um, but really, as we saw there, it's like, it's not going to be perfect because it's made by a robot. It's going to be very surface level information of whatever you are researching or want to make a video about. And to me, it's, it's quick and dirty. Like the captions right. are wrong. Some of the photos it throws up doesn't have anything to do with cats at all. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, but somebody might be like, all right, I got to make 10 of these in one day, something like that. And, you know, so, so what are your yeah. thoughts on that kind of, because that's an actual example of like video production, mm -hmm. you know, of a fear of it stealing our jobs. Probably not. Yeah, I think it's um it's interesting, you know, the ability to like kind of create and generate B-roll and, and and to see images on the screen that are just, you know, tell tell AI what you want to see and it's yeah. going to get it for you. I think that's very cool. Like you said, I mean, I think any human could make a a more a better video than that. Yeah. That was kind of you could very much so tell it was a, a robot and and not necessarily a bad thing. Like you said, if somebody has to bang out like 10 or 20 of those, yeah, that's perfect. But I think um, you know, it's still a little more, it's got a little more ways to go before it's, it's at a point where that's going to replace, you know, a human making yeah. a video just like that. Yeah, um, I think it's very similar to like smartphones, right? Smartphones have a lot of capabilities. They can shoot really high quality video. Um, they, they can take great photos, but like it doesn't, I, and I think like when a smartphone video started to become a thing, there was probably some things that said like, oh, smartphone video is going to kill video production. Right. Well, no, it means that the really easy stuff that like a client can do for themselves with their phone, they'll do themselves and then they'll use video, you know, video production companies and professionals when they need to, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you have no ability to shoot or edit anything and you need to convey information about cats, again, it was factually accurate in yeah. vid video about cats. about cats. However, if you need to tell a story about a specific cat that got rescued from a shelter to raise money for an animal shelter or a hospital or something. Right. You, you need to do that a little bit differently. A lot and so more details, a lot more emotions. Maybe you use these tools to do some of the stuff that, you know, you can't hire someone for everything, but yep. similar to a phone, it's like, yeah, use your phone to do some of the day-to-day -day stuff. And right. then call on the professionals when you need something professionally done. <laughs> so it's like, again, like, sure, cut out some of that low-end that low end stuff and let people do more stuff themselves and then focus on the bigger, more creative stuff. Um, another one, one more thing to that point I think about myself in the position of someone who started a business. And mm -hmm. I didn't know when we started this what that meant in terms of all the things that come along with it, like, um, first of all, like researching things like taxes or yeah. understanding how to start an LLC or the things that go along with that, but also just at a more basic point, like, how do you write a sales email? How do you, how do you in an email form, ask someone for money in a personal way yeah, for right. in exchange for your services? I knew how to shoot video. I knew how to edit video. I didn't know how to do that. This, this tool would have been awesome. I would have said, hey, can you can you help me figure out how to write a cold sales email? Yo, real quick. And I would have changed it and edited it and made yeah. it my own. And if I didn't make it my own, when I sent it to people, they would have looked at it and said, well, this sounds like a robot. This sucks. Yep. It doesn't sound like Phil, so I'm not going to buy from them. But like, it could have been a helpful starting point for an entrepreneur or someone trying to figure out how to do something that is new ground for them. Definitely. So again, a tool. It's awesome. It's great. And I think it's funny. Um, when watching that video about the cat, I almost think like, if you're somebody who's a, a visual learner, that would have been good to learn about cats. Like if you, right. if there was a topic you wanted to learn about, you know, generate a video like that about any given topic, and and that's great. It's got you know the images, the B-roll, the on-screen text, and the voiceover. 
but it's almost like you know to create a visual that you want to share and tell the world about i don't know if it's necessarily in that form yeah. you know what you're looking for but certainly to learn and like you said a tool great tool yeah yeah, we're not even talking about like people who suffer from dyslexia, right? Mm -hmm. Like right. a AI generated video to learn instead of like here's a book for a kid about cats. Great, right. generate a video for me about cats. <laughs> yeah, like, listen to this thirty second yeah. to a minute, and then you know you'll so, have something that you could have read but yeah. condensed. Yeah. Piece so of no, candy. I think it, there's always going to be something new where it's going to be oh, it's going to take your job and it's going to end the world and all of that stuff. And granted, I'm not trying to minimize that. Like you talked about, like transcription. I'm sure there are fewer like physical human transcriptionists now yeah, right. than there were, you know, 20 years ago. But mm -hmm. there are still human transcriptionists. There are still jobs that require that level of detail. Court reporters and yeah, you know, stenographers. There's times when we submit video and we will only submit it to human transcriptionists because it needs to be right. And we don't want to deal with there yeah. being mistakes and things like that. But like, right. I don't know. We we again, it's like if as a society, like let's continue to adjust and figure out how to use these things as tools. I agree. Anything else? No, this was cool. Talk cool. talk about this yeah. all day. Yeah, and we, and we definitely could. <laughs> and I'm super interested. Like, let's like put this in a bottle and revisit it five years from now and yeah. see how wrong we were and how much it has advanced. <laughs> <Yeah>. How great <laughs> when we're the slaves to the robots. <laughs> oh no! God. How, how great the AI videos <laughs> yeah. are. We're like, oh damn, that video about cats is <laughs> real good. <laughs> Those cats are <laughs> like, sick. They sent a drone out to yeah. film that video, that fresh video of a cat in California. Oh, no. Like that AI. No, that's not just AI. That's original footage. Yeah, right. I'm gonna hire them. Why not? Yeah. And, and and no, and just to make one. One more final point too, like that video might not have been, you know, the greatest video ever made, but I think like even we talked briefly about the generated art that mm. it's made. I mean, that is just amazing. Yeah, yeah. we could do a whole podcast stuff. on that. Yeah. I mean. So I mean, imagine at this point if we already have AI generated art like that. Imagine, you know, a couple years from oh, now, yeah. what kind of videos? Video. They I can have that written. Oh, it yeah. says if they can do it with art, what about videos? Yeah, listen, I'm sure. <laughs> you hit it right on the head. Right. I'm sure they'll be. I'm sure that'll be the case, and yeah. it'll continue to advance. But again, it's like personal relationships and yeah. humans and brains and you know mm -hmm. continue to figure out how to work alongside this stuff and that's that's the way and that's right. why you hire someone you can trust someone you can talk to someone you can relate to like five tool productions perfect <laughs> i agree with you boys thank you so much for uh, sitting down and talking to me today this has been really enlightening really fun to talk about and uh, like you said it's going to be really interesting to see where this goes uh so i'm connor phil david from five tool productions visit five tool productions.com for more information and get in contact with us hit us up you know we'll talk to you all day about ai in video production thanks for watching another episode of the create smarter podcast